0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
1: Now, in our regular, um, our new regular fortnightly feature, we'll be hearing from Waikato District Deputy Mayor Axel Beck and we have him online um, for our first introductory interview now. Good morning, Axel.
0: Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Good, thanks. Thanks very much for um, making this time and this, I think, valuable commitment to hear what's going on in the Waikato district um, every uh, fortnight. Um, We do um, also speak with Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick, and that has been uh, really beneficial for our listeners on an ongoing basis. So... Really happy to have, uh, have you contributing as well.
0: Yep, well happy to do it and uh, of course uh, I'm based down at uh, Tamahiri so uh, Liz is, is my neighbour uh, at Waipa there, yeah.
1: Yeah, now how um, would you like to introduce yourself um, at First Axel, how did you get involved with, um, with council and with the community in general and what course has that taken over the years?
0: Uh, sure, yeah, it's uh, well probably um, went the other way around uh, to uh, to the way you put it there. So I, I started as uh, as most people do, I guess, and in, in getting involved uh, with the school. So on the you know board of trustees and uh, Dad's army there at uh, Tamahiri and uh, just just you know assisting in in that way. Um, we've actually been in, in Tamarhiri for twenty uh, odd years or so. My wife and I, so we're you know, very much part of that community um and uh sort of through a little series of accidents i suppose um i ended up in council um, really was firstly representing the school at the community committee uh, one of the board members attends regularly and that that became me uh, and then uh, coincidentally this is uh, four years ago now the existing um, the councillor before me wally hayes um, decided to step down from uh that uh, actually had a crack at the mayoralty and and gave up the the ward councillor role and uh, yeah he looked around the table and he said right well we need somebody else to put their hand up it's probably going to come from the community committee and um and i guess i, I blinked and uh next thing you know i'm uh putting up uh billboards and, and hoping to get elected so yeah that was that was sort of how i got involved not not really with purpose or intent but um you know just grassroots up I, I suppose you'd
1: say yeah you just care about the community and i i suppose it's really accelerated quite fast then if that was four years ago and then um yeah. here you are as deputy mayor
0: yeah so i i spent my first term there uh getting to know the ropes and uh and thinking uh, i guess well trying to lift my eyes from uh from you know the people just locally that elected me to the whole district and of course uh, we've got a very um Uh, well, a varied uh, district right from from the south where I am uh, up to as far north as Tuakau, Pocono, uh, you know, to Kau'afo'o, places like that. Um, Big rural areas um, as well as on the coast there with Raglan and and Port Waikato to the north. So it really takes quite an effort to, you know, to get your head around that and, and just the challenges and the communities of interest which are very, very different depending on where you are. And uh, yeah, so that was the first three years, and and then I was, uh, and you know, fortunate enough that uh, that uh, Mayor Sanson uh, tapped me on the shoulder for uh, for the deputy uh, mayoralty here in this in this current term. So we're just coming up halfway through the um, you know my second term.
1: That's great. Now. yeah, it would be interesting just to look at Tamahere. It's quite an interesting um interestingly located ward, isn't it? Because mm. it it basically it's basically the meat in the sandwich of Hamilton and Waipa uh, heading heading through there, um between the between those districts, isn't it?
0: Yes, and, and actually our communities of interest sort of reflect that as well, you know. Um we, uh, but most people who live there will, will look to, to actually both Cambridge and Hamilton really for the things that they do, you know, whether it's supermarket or, you know, going to, uh, uh dropping the kids at school or watching sport or, you know, any kind of entertainment, etc We actually end up splitting our time, you know, heading north or south, really. Uh, whereas Tamaheri itself, of course, is a mainly, mainly residential, uh, area, country living, so big sections, 5,000 square metre sections um, but yeah, actually interestingly enough, just this week um, uh, a council office opened at, at Tamahiri so that's something that most people probably don't know uh, it's brand new news so just Monday this week um, a small service centre so you know, prior to that if you wanted to uh, you know, pick up a recycling bin or, or uh, register a dog or whatever. You'd you'd have to travel to Nauruahia to uh, to do so from uh, from Tamahiri or or from Matangi uh, Newstead, et cetera, From those areas. So yeah, we are sort of a slight anomaly, I, I guess, um, uh, on on just on the southern boundary there of uh, of Hamilton. Hmm. Uh,
1: you were talking there about um, you know how the people in your electorate travel. You know, north and south to access various services but you yourself uh, Axel as Deputy Mayor um, that is a very very wide range uh, across the district that I suppose you'll be attending things and paying attention to things
0: mm. Well and, and we've got uh, the, the sort of the mixed blessing uh, you know the blessing and the curse of, of growth um, so Hamilton is you know spilling its boundaries, and in fact, uh, Liz would have talked about that, you know the explosion of, um, of development and growth in, in Cambridge, Cambridge North in particular. Um, <clears throat> well, we're seeing the same right around the edge of the city, you know photodafo to all of those areas, horror too. Um, You know the success of Hamilton is putting pressures on on um, on us as a, as a council. Uh, and the same to the north. You know, people are, are coming over the bomb uh, bombays, almost uh, economic refugees, you might say, uh, still still Aucklanders in some way, in, in that, you know, they might go to Pukekohe for their doctor or their school supermarket, um, but actually they can't afford to, uh, you know, to buy a house there. So they're coming into to, to places like Pocono and to Kauhara, Um, And yet we want, uh, you know, we want them to be proud of being in the Waikato, to, to be proud of... Um, Of where they live, uh, not just for it to be a, you know, sort of a, somewhere that they had to live.
1: Mm. Mm, That'll be a real interesting thing to talk about on an ongoing basis because I've definitely noticed, um, uh, because my family live up in Auckland and I pop up every now and then, and coming over the Bombay's there, just seeing the huge, uh, huge body of houses that Pocono uh, is, um, it's, It's not insignificant that, you know, flooding over from Auckland that's happening. I think that um, uh, economic refugees um, uh, analogy you used just then was uh, quite poignant too. So that'll be interesting to talk about uh, ongoing. Um, But um, for now, um, I guess it's interesting to take a look at uh, what is going on in council, Waikato district council just today.
0: Yes, yes. So it's quite an auspicious day uh, in a way. I'm actually um, calling uh, from my, my car. I'm, I'm on my way to um, uh, to our meetings today on representation review. So that's that's really at the very heart, at the core of um, of local government. Well, of government altogether. It's you know who who speaks for us. You know what are the wards? How many wards? What are the wards? How many councillors? Um, you know the whole makeup of of representation is something that we're um uh we're putting final touches to today and adopting uh as a proposal um that's based on 18 months of talking to the community about you know what their communities of interest are where, where they see themselves you know who who should speak for them uh, all that sort of good stuff um so we put final touches to that today and then put that out as a as a proposal an initial proposal it's called um, for, for uh, you know, for a period of sort of um, four or five weeks consultation, formal consultation, where people can say, yep, you got that right, or no, that, that doesn't work for me. Hmm. So quite quite a big change. Um, would you like me to touch on just the, the, the highlights there?
1: Yes, that would be great, thanks.
0: Yeah, so, uh, well, the key um, thing that's been in the media, of course, is we'll see the introduction of uh, uh, a Maori uh, electoral... Um, ward effectively so it'll be covering the entire district with two uh, councillors elected off the off uh, well elected by Maoris by uh, voters on the Maori electoral roll Um, so we stay at at 13 councillors but two of them will now come through that route Um, and then where we did have 10 uh, 10 or was it 11 I can't recall now 10 or 11 uh, general wards Uh, that drops down to seven um, for those that are on the general general role. So total number of councillors is the same but but the whole makeup of the wards will be very different. So the Tamahiri ward, for example, uh, that I was elected to represent, will in fact now become a sort of a horseshoe shape, if you like. Uh from Tamahiri through Martangi, Newsteads, Horatu, right around to um uh, to Kofa and Fotafota. Uh, with three councillors within that one area, a bit, bit more akin to what the city does, you know, where they've split it by the river. So there'll be that that area there and, and the rest of the district looks a, a wee bit different too with a reshape. So there, um, I hope there'll be a lot of interest and I hope people really will take the, the chance to say, you know, that works for me and, and that's, um, that's a, a fairer way, you know, for my voice to be heard. Uh, in this this district that's, yeah, with all those growth pressures effectively.
1: That really is huge change. Huge change. And um, Mm. you know, I mean, we talk here about the public consultation um, which uh, councils very much listen to, which they're required to listen to. However, there are, in terms of uh, electoral wards for local government districts, there are Um, sort of legal requirements by central government aren't there in terms of the ratios of how many people are in one district and another district and um, there's a lot of structure, uh, standardised structure there as well to take into account isn't there?
0: Yeah there is and it actually makes it very very difficult. Um, Effectively there's a plus uh, plus minus 10% rule uh, that I think you're referring to there where you know, you need an equal number of, of people, plus minus 10%, uh, per councillor. So wherever you draw the lines, uh, it has to, first and foremost, represent the, um, you know, their community of interest. But secondly, it has to be plus minus 10%. And uh, as I'm sure you appreciate, if you think about our west coast, for example, you know, huge geographic area between Port Waikato and Raglan, uh, but not too many people, you know, so you end up with a, you know, very large electorate there, uh, for one, uh, one single councillor who's got a, you know, a lot of travelling to do, um, all the way from the port down to just, just above, uh, Raglan, uh, another one for Raglan itself, um, compared to three, you know, and in, in, uh, in, just a bit around the city, just reflecting the populous, uh, nature of, you know, more densely populated area. So that's, that's actually quite tricky. Um, and also, the the general public will say, well, you know, as we talked about from Tomahiri, um, you know, I do, I drop my kids to school at, at Cambridge, and I go to the supermarket in, in Hamilton. Why why can't that be a ward, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the answer, of course, is well, it, it just can't. You know, we don't have the opportunity to look at that. Um, we we can only act within our within our boundary. Um, but as you'll be well aware, there is a broader um, future local government review. Uh, that's just been kicked off with, uh, by Minister Mahuta. Uh, and, and in fact, whatever we do now might be, uh, <laughs> I'm not say obsolete, but it might be overtaken by that so that, you know, by 2025, you know, at the end of the next, uh, tronium, the next term, uh, actually, you know, the whole council structure, local government structure might look very different again so there's a whole other Bigger change to come in that area, but yeah, we can't we can't turn our minds to that yet. That's that's government led.
1: Exactly. Sort of got to work with um, what is currently on the table, and uh, surely the discussion of uh, or the uh, the um, uh, acceptance of the proposal for Marty Ward's. Takes it in that sort of direction, uh, evolving into that type of local government that Minister Mahuta is um, is looking at, um, and 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 just quickly as well, I think that it's important to touch on that. Um, councils, um, I know from when I used to report for a community newspaper from Waipa District Council, I understood that there was only, you know, a set bag of uh of funds which could be used to actually pay councillors salaries no matter how many councillors you have or don't have um yeah. so so that becomes significant as well too doesn't it with the maori wards um coming into play in the waikato district um it, you know the money can only stretch so far can't it so um, so yes. that that would be part of the reason why um, the number of uh, general uh, wards has now reduced
0: yeah that's that 's right i mean we we did have flexibility to go right down to we thought um, you know based on public feedback down to say six or eight councillors in total, including uh, Maori representation, or um, right up to sort of fourteen fifteen sixteen. Um, but I guess, you know, you have to think about what works, uh, you know, as, from an effective governance uh, perspective. Uh, and also, yeah, you're quite right. I mean, it's terrible to have to talk about the money. Um, but, you know, when you're asking, uh, you know, this sort of supposedly part-time job, um, you know, even before I was deputy mayor just as a councillor, I mean, you're talking about, you know, 25, 30 hours a week. Um, you know, if somebody has to give up a job, uh, or, you know, juggle a busy life and fit, <laughs> and fit 30 hours in, you know, you, the, the yeah, it's, it's pretty... You have to be able to afford it. Yes. It, it's paid pretty poorly, um, and that's a problem because it, it means that there are a number of people who are economically excluded from, you know, from representing their communities that just can't afford to be a counsellor. Um, and and I think our yeah you know, our democracy our societies are, are worse for not hearing those voices. Um, mm. You know, one of the key um, you know issues we we have uh, is affordability uh, of housing. Right, we all know that huge huge issue. It's not directly council's uh, mandate to to sort that out, although we absolutely have a our job to to um, be part of that. That's another interesting discussion for another day. Actually,
1: mm. just
0: what we're doing there um but you know if everyone who's sitting at that council table currently has a roof over their head um you know may well own their own home um you know is that is that is that right we know where's where's the voice of those that represent the biggest issue we have as a society well i tell you they, they can't afford to be there so that that
1: ain't quite right either. Yeah, that's right. That's difficult, and that discourages people from running who otherwise would and might have valuable contributions to make. And that's a problem exactly for right. that's a problem for um, all district councils. I mean, I know um, Hamilton City Council uh, get paid uh, a significant amount more, I guess, because of the. Um, the number of people that they 're representing and that they 're running a city, but um, yeah out in the districts it 's um, no less important to have uh, a diversity of councillors on board, and um, yeah for them to actually have the incentive to to get involved so we have plenty to talk about um, in future instances of our interviews, don't we? It's uh, yeah, quite excellent and really, really grateful um, for you coming on today. Waikato District Deputy Mayor Axel Beck, thank you so much.
0: Mm, thank you and look forward to a fortnight from now.
1: Yeah, excellent. Talk then. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.